As humans, we all have areas of life to explore. The relationships with ourselves, others, our health, money, and our work are all crucial to not only our happiness, but our growth and ultimately helping you be your own magic. On Life, the podcast, we explore these relationships with some pretty dope humans and have some amazing conversations. I'm Ash, your coach and your host. Let's get into today's show. Okay, so you guys probably don't know, but I'm working on a book. I'm so excited about it, so scared at the same time. And I got the pleasure of interviewing Paige. She runs the Front Porch Collective, and she helps authors get their books published and publicized. Let me tell you something. I thought that I could do this all on my own. This interview was so informative, but even beyond the work, she's just an amazing human being. Paige has been through some things and I could relate to her on so many levels as a mother and a wife. So this was a healing conversation and a learning conversation. Let's go. Hi, Paige. Thank you so much for coming on Life, the podcast. It's so great to have you here. And if you could just do something, let all my listeners know, who are you in 10 seconds? Okay, I love this. Boil it down to 10 seconds. Okay, the best way I can sum it up is I am a righteous dreamer that I believe truly nothing is off the table. Everything is possible, but some people need help getting a seat at the table to start. I got chills. Yeah, it was probably less, but it was good. Like I have chills from it um, because that is some people need help. Like people will will die with their dreams inside of them. And I know that is the worst feeling, but just getting started is hard and knowing where to go is even harder. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's the thing. I think it is time that we all make movement on that, like that idea that keeps coming up and you keep thinking about it and you keep thinking about it and it's not going away, but guess what time is going away. So you, it's just precious to be able to have the opportunity to act on it. And I especially want to help empower authors and truly people that want to have their names in the history books, have their stories come to life. Yeah. And everybody has a story. That's one of the things I talk about on my intro. We all have a story and you just never know who your story can help. And that that testimony part of it all is, is, is big. So, (laughs) um, your story, your story of like how you got here today, where you are, what you're doing. It's so powerful. I think one women need to hear it because, Sometimes we feel like we're on an island by ourselves, but men need to hear it too, because it will help them understand. I relate to it 1000%. I've told you. So please tell me like your story. Absolutely. Well, okay. I've always been seen in my family as like cut from a different cloth and that did not, I lived up to that name. It did not go away because I decided to go into public relations And they're like, I don't know what this is. Like, what do you do? Nobody knows. And, you know, I have a brother who's a doctor and another brother in finance, very traditional. So I, you know, kind of did the traditional path right out of college and you find a career and you find a company. Um, 
But then I quickly realized that I kind of got into the companies and kind of made it my own little entrepreneurial world, which was amazing. There's a ceiling you hit, right? Which we can all attest to. And so I, over the years, kind of honed my PR skills with working in um, a consumer packaged goods company, a quick serve restaurant franchise, and then landed at Success Magazine. And at that time, Success Magazine was kind of going through this like big refresh and resurgence. And for those of you that don't know Success, it falls in the same line as like an Inc., an entrepreneur fast company, but it leads in kind of the coverage that we do with personal development thought leaders, um, authors, experts. It's all motivational, aspirational. So all kind of positive good news for change. And so I came in and started really building out their PR and talent division because at that time we really didn't own any part of the process when it came to who we booked on the cover. Um, we were having to do write arounds and the editor in chief at that time, a great guy, him and I worked together on really helping um, make this magazine to have a life of its own. And so for many years I worked with success and I mean, got to walk alongside Mel Robbins before she became the Mel Robbins of today, wow. help launch, wow. do a Dallas launch for Tony Robbins documentary on Netflix before it came out on Netflix. You know, I was very fortunate to have the opportunity to be a part of some amazing campaigns, but also to see firsthand these individuals blaze their own trails with their stories. And that's what first really sparked this kind of excitement of um, penning the pages of your own story, if you will, and really being able to be the voice of your own chapters which I think so many of us struggle with, and especially as women, because we are having the voices of so many come at us telling the different needs that the narrative starts to get shifted real fast. Um, we, lose, we lose sight of who we are. A hundred percent. And so, you know, at my time at success, it was powerful. It was amazing. But I started having to go through these different journeys in a different chapter of childhood of, of, of wanting children. And I found out I had to go through IVF for my um, yeah. kiddos. And I was quickly seeing the narrative start to change of someone else writing it instead of me. So like, you know, being told you can't have children on your own and you have to now go through science and science definitely dictates that journey. And then Right. And I have a husband who's in consulting, so he travels every week. And so the narrative from everybody else is like, you shouldn't be in such a like high demand job. You need to kind of scale it back. And I didn't step away from my job, actually, like so many of us, because I knew in my heart, I was like, no, there is something that I need to hold on to. But I got to tell you, I was sitting in this dream job. Dream job. I mean, I traveled to all these photo shoots. I was at events with the like all celebrities and well-known people. Like it was like an Emily in Paris of United States, right? Yeah. And and everybody was like, You have such an outstanding job, but I was not feeling it in here. And I quickly over mm -hmm. the years was starting to have everybody else kind of 
have that story instead of me. And so finally, after, you know, I went through my second son and I had Jack right at the beginning of the pandemic, which I know your little one is close to his age. Yes. Yes. He was born in April, 2020. And then my world crashed because I never knew anything about postpartum anxiety because we hear a ton about postpartum depression, but there's so many elements within that. And my world crippled and I fell apart. So when I was on leave, I literally started having panic attacks every morning, could not get Mm. out of bed, couldn't care for any of my kids. Like I was debilitated. And this went on for a good three months because everybody thought it was science related, right? There's something wrong with the body, but it took months for them to start to look at what's going on up here, which I think so many of us deal with, right? Yeah. And so finally, I have to give kudos to my husband. He found the support group and that support group was the catalyst of change in my world. He found, cause he was at his end rope. Like so many partners, when you have a partner that is going through something and you can't help them, you do all that you can to try to find that it's support. The worst, it's the worst feeling in the world. Yeah. It is the worst feeling. Cause you're like, I am supposed to like help protect you and help, you know, be there for you. And I can't do anything. And finally, Ashley, I started on this path of mental health. I never knew much about mental health before. I honestly just, mental health was something that was like over here and I never had to deal with. And boy, did my world like make me face it head on. And what came to like talk therapy was the number one thing that first started to shift me around. But it honestly, it took me like two therapists before I found the right one. So there's a whole journey in that. And then yep. found an amazing psychiatrist because I ended up needing medication. And I'm not one to say like, you need pills or anything. For me, that was my journey. And actually, I got to tell you, going through that year of trying to get back on my feet, I'm a totally different person now than I was when that happened. And people think I'm crazy, but I am so thankful for that entire experience because I wouldn't be sitting here with you today and what I'm doing. You know, one of the things I was, I was talking to a friend this morning and I said, sometimes your world has to fall apart in order for Mm -hmm. what feels like it's falling apart in order for you to really get focused in on the things that matter and what you really want to do and should be doing. And there's a blessing in the pain that helps you when you're able to get through it. So, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. As you know, pain can be power, right? And and it just depends on what we decide to do with that pain. And so what I decided, like once I finally started getting my wherewithals like back to me, and honestly, Jack's now two and a half. And I got to say, I just now start to feel a little more like balanced me, right? New and improved. But I decided I was like, life is fleeting. Life is not guaranteed. And so I went back and I worked and I was like, yes, this is a dream, but it's not my dream. And I just thought it's not your dream anymore or was it just not your dream? Okay. Anymore. It wasn't my dream anymore. Right. Because it was, it was a dream for so long, an amazing opportunity, but I was a new person. I kind of had a new way of thinking brought to my life. And so I knew that it was, 
time for a shift. And so kind of unexpectedly just started taking action after coming back and some things were happening within success that were kind of like, I truly believe when you were meant, when you put something out there and life is like pushing you with different signs to do it, you're crazy not to act on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. because so many of us do, we're like, no, no, that was just a coincidence or whatever it might be. And yeah. so I stepped away from everything on paper that looks so right to take a leap of faith. And I have to tell you, it was the first time in my life. Actually, I had no doubt. Like I just did. Like I mm. just. Because I think what is so important when you have an idea, like say you're leaving a job or say you're writing a book or say you're start, like want to build a new product, literally just start. You don't have to wait for the perfect moment. Like I, for so long, had waited for the perfect moment to go do something on my own and it never came. The timing <laughs> will never be right. It doesn't matter what it is. You just have to start doing. Yeah. You have to start doing. And I was like, and as a mom and as an individual, I was like, I want to build something for my, me and the future, right? Rather than someone tell me what my future is somewhere. And I had always loved working with authors. I launched Dickie, when I was with Dickie's Barbecue, I did their cookbook and I've launched several books. That was my first book. And I was like, oh, this is fun, right? A cookbook. Um, and I knew, I was like, what do I love? And I was like, I just have to go full force. And I have to tell you, it sounds crazy. I know everyone's like manifesting is woo woo. I, as soon as I put that thought out there that I'm going to focus on all things publishing and literary focus, it just has been a domino effect of opportunities. Like, domino. let me tell you something. I I've known for years that I've had books in me, mm -hmm. fiction and nonfiction, which is interesting. That is, I never knew what where to start, right? Because it just seems, oh, everybody's writing a book, but I'm not everybody. And I don't want to take that journey that everybody's taking just to say that I have a book. And so that that's one of the things that I battled with. And then figuring, going to therapy and finding the power in being okay with sharing so much of my story. That That's a lot, you know just putting it out there. Um, but then it's like, okay, so I just started writing. But then I met you and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Maybe I'm not the right person. Like in my journey, it's been, I could do it myself, but that's not my area of expertise, right? That's not what I'm the best at. So then meeting you and I'm like, mm, I got to talk to Paige because... <laughs> I think I, I, well, no, I know she's the one. She's the one that's going to help me <laughs> on this journey. So, yeah, it, it, nothing happens by mistake. I'm a strong believer in that. You know, yeah. the people you meet, right? The connection. And I, 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 I truly believe nothing happens by mistake and everything happens at the right time. I will never mm -hmm. forget my therapist saying, you do not want things to happen before it is time. It will be a mess. Mm. You want to wait mm. until the timing is right and be equipped with the tools to react to it. And I was like, that is so true because 
it, we all want things like right now, like there was a, you know, there was an opportunity for a book I really wanted to do the PR for. He is kind of a thought leader in the space and I had the opportunity to scope for it. I was like, this could make my career. And it didn't happen, right? It did not happen. He went with his former publishing house, but I have to say, I was kind of like down about it for a little while. I was like, gosh, what is going to make my career? And I was like, nobody's book is going to make my career. No, you know, I am going to make my career and it shifted my business. Like I still support many book launches and authors, but now I'm shifting into providing products accessible to everybody, right? With the creation of content and courses. And I'm telling you things absolutely happen for a reason because I want to tell this quick story Because I think actually everybody thinks like if you're doing well or having any success, like you got it together. I call myself the beautiful express and I say beautiful because a hot mess is beautiful because that is where so much growth comes from. And honestly, when I, this past year and a half and trying to figure everything out and, and get my footing, there was a client that I got fired from fired. I have never been fired in my life ever, ever. It sunk me into a spiral of doubt and negative self-talk, you name it. But honestly, it made me get some things together that really needed to get together in the business, right? That I had not been focusing and paying attention on. And if that had never happened, where I am now would have never happened. And I share that because I think too many times we don't talk about the hard things we've gone through. And I'm an open book. Like, I think you, like, I'm very transparent with my learnings and especially on this author journey, Ashley, you're going to hear no a lot. You're going to hear that's not relatable. Like you're going to hear everybody else's opinion. So it's very important to be in the mindset of knowing then how to be constructive with that and not not destruct yourself with it. Yeah. So like I heard a lot there, one that Yes, you got fired, but you were reflective. And you're yeah. like, wait a minute. If mm-hmm. I can I could make these tweaks and it's gonna propel mm-hmm. me to the next level, I'm still like all kinds of upset and it's the end of the world, but <laughs> but I'm gonna push through. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I don't want to steal your shine, but you got three words that are just so I was like, hmm, tell me more. So can you can you tell me what those three words are that you say everyone should have at the top of their daily life and routine? And what do they mean? Okay, so it kind of shifted for 2023, Ashley. So these may be a little different because I feel like through the learning of 2022, the, these are the three that are my pillars for this year and I think can help and, and be so profound for everyone else. The first word is focus. Focus, focus, focus. And that's very broad. But what I mean by that is whatever you're doing in that moment, be all in on it. So if you're catching up on email, block everything out. Don't go to the other tabs. Get your emails caught up. If you are writing a few words for your book, set a timer and like go all in on that, right? Like too many times we're like distracted and especially me, distracted by other things. So it's like being fully in the moment and focus full down on it. And I've been really, it's a week into the new year and that has helped me so much. And I've been using timers as well because I think it's important for us to track where our focus is. 
And, you know, too many people say, I don't have time to write a book. I don't have time to work on a marketing plan for my book or my PR plan or whatever it is, or I don't have time to get a new client. You do. You just probably don't know where all of your focus is going throughout the day. And so using timers can really help with that. The second word that I have is huge gratitude, right? We all hear about it, gratitude. But what I mean by gratitude is catching what people are doing right. So I learned this at a leadership um, leadership program I went to about a year ago or six months a year ago. And it makes a world in my difference in my thinking. So I'm going to use my husband for an example. How many times do we get bothered by things that they do? They didn't take out the trash. They forgot yep. to pick this up at the store, right? You name it. If I find... If I find what they're doing right, it makes me realize that I'm actually seeing, like, I'm actually focused on the things that really matter. So for my husband, every day I try to find the good in what he's doing. Oh my goodness, I love how he did that with Pierce and built the Legos with him today, right? Or with clients, right? Is sometimes our clients can be hard. It's not that they're bad people. But they can be challenging and it's finding the good being like, wow, well, she really did. Like she really showed up and delivered this to me. This is awesome. This is what I needed to do my job. right? And so I think that's the thing when I say gratitude, putting a little different lens on gratitude and just finding the good in what people are doing, especially when you're frustrated. That's the most important thing. Do it when you're frustrated because that is the time we can just wallow in sorrow and negative thoughts. And it doesn't lead you back to having more time to work on what you want to. And then the third thing that I think is so important as we start this new year and go into this year is intention. So I used to start my days just doing days, right? It's work. I I mean, I have my calendar system. I have my schedule. But like there was no intention, especially growing a business, on what I was going to focus on for the business. Cause I've been working in the business for a year and a half and it's time to start working on the business. And so having an intention with one thing, I do one thing a day, could be 10 minutes, could be 30 minutes to an hour. I have an intention of working on my business every single day. And before I even like leave my house, I know what that is like writing a blog post, right? Writing a new email series, The same goes if you're writing a book, right? That this is what I love about it because everybody waits for this perfect sweet spot of time to get a book together. You just have to, it depends on your process. Some people want to lock in a room for three days and knock it out. Some people are like, I don't have any time to do it. I promise you, you got at least 10 to 15 (laughs) minutes to do it. And just write, but don't put, like, don't put your own clock on it, right? Like, if I don't have an hour today, I'm not going to do it. Your intention was just to write. Like, don't put a timeline on it or a time frame. Just have the intention. And so I think with those three, people are going to really see movement in their stories, in themselves, in their business, because they all link up back to each other, which is to make sure you have more time to work on the things you actually want to work on, right? And it can be hard, Ashley. We wear, <laughs> oh, great. Well, we, can, we wear so many hats, no matter husband, wife, partner, you know, PTO person, <laughs> entrepreneur. You know, I heard this stat, oh, I'm going to get it wrong, but I love Fair Play by Eve 
uh, Evrodsky. Amazing book. And she, it was either, I'm going to have to get the percentage and share it with you, Ashley, but it was like, you, I think it was that parents do 43 things like before they even get out the door to get their, you know, when you have kids, I'm going to have to share the stat and listeners, if you, yeah, I will share the link with Ashley because I'm probably butchering it. Um, but it's amazing. When you think about that, think of all the different hats you wear before you even show up for the office or all the things. You're probably doing at least 50 things you don't even realize before you get to the office, which is why all of these three things are so important because we all show up a little like, oh my gosh, what just happened when I get to my desk? I am going to implement these. These are great ideas, like that focus just setting the time. I think the one thing when you're writing, you almost feel like, but I, creativity just appears. It's <laughs> you know what I have to say? Because I, I do a ton of writing being in public relations. And yeah. some days are more creative than others. Yeah. But I, I'm writing every day because that's also an amazing practice to get into. You're going to find your voice. You're going to find the story. Yeah. You're going to find all the elements you're looking for. Because if you wait until you're like, today's the creative day, I feel it, I'm going to do it. You haven't had all the practice leading you up to get to mm. what you want to use. That's, that's, that makes a lot of sense. I, I started this practice where I would just wake up in the mornings and write. I, I tried for like three pages. I don't get three pages. Whatever's on my, whatever's on my mind, upset, happy to let things go, to release the thing. So it wasn't writing with intention of like ever publishing it. It was more just writing to release. <laughs> so, Which is great. The journaling is a fantastic, a yeah. fantastic tool to use for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so tell me more about the publishing division of your company. Yeah, so with Front Porch Collective, we work with authors on both sides, self-published, and we work with publishing houses and literary agents. So we help either authors, we consult and do workshops with authors if they're trying to decide on where, which lens, which path to go to. And then once you're on that path, like what steps you actually need to take to make things happen. And so for example, if you're on the publishing path, we help with everything from your book proposal, which is needed to find a literary agent. And then you typically will redo the book proposal for, to then find a publisher. Um, we help find mm. literary agents because, you know, it's almost like getting an agent in Hollywood. It is a, it's a tough game out there. To get a literary agent because of so many amazing stories coming out, there's just a small market of agents. And the best way I can describe a literary agent, they're kind of your real estate agent, right? They're the go-between between between the publisher and you. And there are some publishers that don't require literary agents, but which are great too. But if you're wanting to go with one of the big five, you have to have an agent. So we consult along that path and help get placement. Self-publishing, same thing. We help take you through all the nav navigation it takes because self-publishing, you have to do so much more on your own that yeah. it takes sometimes a partner to kind of help push and get and scope and create because you are doing it solo. And so there's benefits, right? To both sides, they're just very different processes. And so we, oh, go ahead, Ashley, go. I want no, to get no, a no. question. I was gonna say, how does someone know like, 
this is my path. Okay. Everybody is different, right? Every outcome is different. So let me do a quick breakdown. When you go the publishing route, typically, and you have, say you have an agent, you're going to land in the, uh, with a publisher. They will help and they cover the cost of all the editing, all of the layouts, all the design of the cover. They do all the costs. Typically there's like, I say zero fee, but you have to remember and you get like, you have to remember though, you're investing in exposure and opportunity, but what you're not going to have is a huge advance because typically first time authors with a publisher will get 10,000 or below unless mm -hmm. it's like they can already tell. I mean, it's rare, right? You also don't own the rights to your book and you also typically will get like a royalty between 10 and 12% per book. Mm -hmm. Now, while that doesn't sound like appealing, what you do get is all the costs covered an, a huge marketing arm, brand name recognition with a publisher. And you also get the resources and tools and team to help market your book. And so why many people will go with the publisher first is because, or, or go, they have this amazing idea and they go with the publishers because they want that brand exposure and distribution. Mm. Now, with self-publishing, there is full freedom. You get to own the book. You get to design the cover. You get full rights. You get everything. Like you can launch really quickly because it is all under your control. What you have to do, though, is you have to be very diligent on knowing where to distribute your book to and apply for your book for distribution. You need to have a marketing and PR plan in place. And we help self-published authors with the PR plan piece and guidance. You really need to have a couple thousand dollars to invest in your book. I would say typically between two and 3,000 on the very conservative side, it could go higher, right? Because you also are working with distributors to print your book. Um, but like for Amazon example, you keep 60% of the royalties. Mm. So yeah. honestly, Ashley, there are many really well-known authors that go back and forth between a publishing house and self-publishing because the beautiful thing is say you just want to dip your toe in this. You're like, I don't want to wait a year to a couple years to get my book out. I want it out now. You can self-publish, and if it does really well and has interest, publishers will pick up self-published books and then publish. Okay. So you really have like oh. three ways yeah. you can go. There's so many ways because then you also have kind of the best of both worlds, indie publishers that you can work with that are not, you know, are quicker than kind of the top five publishing houses smaller yeah. payout in advance and things. So that's why truly every author has a unique, different journey because there's so many options at your fingertips right now. So it's really a matter of sitting down with you and saying, hey, these are my goals here. Like I have mm -hmm. goals with this book and mm -hmm. you're going to say, okay, well, and you're going to like put it all together and give me my options. And I, yeah, I, we got to talk because I had no idea so much was involved, like just no idea. So that's the thing. What we want to be is like I found in growing my knowledge in the publishing space, there's not like a one-stop resource in knowing all things publishing. You either have amazing agencies and individuals that are talking about all things self-publishing. 
indie publishing, pub houses, but you don't have a third party. We are not connected to any of them. I mean, we work with all of them and we love each one, but we want to just give resource and knowledge so that there can be like everything at your fingertips. So you feel educated in the decisions you're making. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love it. I love it. Um, you just dropped a whole lot of education at once. <laughs> um, tell me, what are like some common pitfalls that you see authors run into when it when it when they start the journey? Yeah. Okay. The biggest thing that I see is when they start writing the book, they don't start planning for any of the promotion of the book. So what I mean by that is yes. You're writing this amazing piece, fiction or nonfiction, a planner, whatever journal it might be. As you're writing it, you need to start thinking about the, like you will know in your writing process, the audience you're writing to, but then you need to start thinking about how you're going to get this book in everybody's hands, no matter which course you go. Because you can have a book that's fantastic, but you want people to read the book. You want people to interact with your content. And so the biggest pitfall I see is that people don't plan for that. So many times we have authors come to us that are like a month out from launching their book and they're like, okay, how do I get press? And we're like, you need to start thinking about that six months out from your book launch, no matter which route you've gone. And it is the, because it takes that time to build conversations with everybody, not just media, but influencers, podcasters you know, your network, like it, and it's just all the energy of course goes into writing this book, but just as much energy needs to be put in the promotion of it. Right. Cause you don't want it to sit there. I'm laughing because in my mind, I'm like mistake I'm making. Okay. Let me uh push my dates out and kind of rework my strategy. So <laughs> this is, this conversation is everything here. <laughs> um, so good at helping. Yeah. And I, and I know that there are so many people that have a story or that have written books and the launches didn't go how they would have hoped. And to know that you're a resource is major. And actually just because your books launch and it maybe didn't go how you didn't want it to go. doesn't mean it's too late. We have a client who he wrote a fantastic book. He's with a new publisher. Now it was released a year and a half ago and we're going to be doing a big resurgence plan for it. And you know, it's not lost if it did not go well. There's plenty of okay. opportunity. It's just putting the mindset there. That's that's really helpful. Um, all right, what's the process if somebody wants to work with your company? Yeah, so we kind of have three ways that you can work with us. One is, um, I like to call it our call me maybe um, solution. So it is where you just want to hire us on hourly consulting, right? We can help just, it'd be a dialogue like this, a Zoom um, kind of Q and a guidance with you. And that is probably kind of our most economic method right now, because you can pick and choose, right. Depending on when you need the guidance and support, then we do offer, um, do it yourself workshops. So what we do is we would do a brainstorming strategy session. And then in a two or three day workshop, build out everything that you need to have your entire publishing promotion map. And then hand it over to you to execute. And then the third way to work with us is full agency, that we are there with you on a full project basis, um, doing the work for you. 
So taking everything we do in that workshop, and then we're the ones executing on all of it. I love it. I love it. You've got something that fits everybody. Well, so, it's a different price point, and I didn't want to single out anybody that might not be able to afford the full kit and caboodle to not have knowledge and resource. Yeah. still and, and helping them grow on this journey, which is why we kind of have these three different a la carte options, depending on what works best for you. Wow. I love it. Um, all right. So tell me, did I miss anything? Oh my gosh, actually, no, you were a great interviewer. And I just okay. cannot wait to get um, my hands on your book, like to learn more from you and be listeners just you know. Ashley and I are talking this week to um, yes. learn more about her book. So, guys, just a uh, quick shout out. Her book is coming soon. <laughs> it, it's coming. It, it, you're going to help me because I I just had no idea all that was involved. And I think we so easily say, oh, I can just do it myself. But let's be honest. Like, that's not my genius zone. I excel at other things. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's not my genius zone. And I have certain goals <laughs> that I want for my book, um, mm -hmm. books, because there will be That's more. I have, yeah. And I, it's hard when you're in this bubble alone, trying to write it and nobody in, in your immediate circle, they don't know the journey. They don't know the process, the steps. And mm -hmm. they're just like, I support you. My husband's like, babe, I support you, whatever you want to do. But that's the extent of where that that's support goes. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm still trying to run my business, be a mother, be a wife, be a daughter, and learn something that's not my genius zone. And no. launch. So, yeah. It's so true. I think that's where so many of us get launched. That is the one book, the biggest leap was a book that I read and finding your zone of genius. And that's what really helped me hone in on this because like things are so vast. I was trying to do everything and be everything to everybody. I was like, why am I yeah. doing that? I'm not good in these areas. This is just not where I excel. Like this is where I excel. Um, yeah. So then it is, I love that you brought that up Ashley, because that is a huge pitfall. Honestly, many of us fall into. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't wait until we talk this week and dig it. Like, I'm excited. I, I'm excited. And this has been informative, uh, so relatable, like just the journey with motherhood and, and going after these careers that look great on paper, but then are they great in your life? Like, it's just been, it's been a really, really awesome interview. Um, tell me. Thank you. What do you hope that listeners can take away from our conversation that will help them to show up and be their own magic? What I want to say to everybody listening is you have a voice and it matters. So grab that pen, write your chapter, bring the power back in your life and start to tell your story because nobody else can tell it better than you. No matter what area of your life you can apply that to, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Man, thank you so much. Where can everyone find you and how can okay. they get in touch with you? Absolutely. So um, I will send information over to Ashley the link, but our website is the front porch collective.co. So co, no M there. Um, my Instagram is at 
page of positivity. And then I'll share my email with you, Ashley, too. So I'm here to answer any questions anyone might have. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I am Ash, your coach. On all platforms, at Ash, your coach, A-S-H-Y-O-U-R-C-O-A-C-H. You can also visit ashyourcoach.com. Make sure that you like, subscribe, follow, comment. Tell me what you want to see more of. This is an amazing show with amazing humans, and I am glad that you are a part of it. See you guys next time.